Welcome to ContenderCast, a leadership conversation centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for listening. It's Justin Hahnemann on the ContenderCast. We're shining a light on bright ideas. Today, if you are a busy professional and you love food, but you just don't have time for it, you're going to love the podcast today and the story of methodology. And on the podcast, CEO and founder is Julie Newen. Julie, it's so good and so great to have you on the podcast. I'm so excited to be here. My you gosh. You really nailed pronouncing my last name properly. <laughs> New win. I know. I got it right. <laughs> so funny. Yes. Before we hit record, I had to like clarify and practice and hey, I nailed it. So <laughs> Julie's in San Francisco. Like I said, CEO and founder of a company called Methodology. Really cool meal delivery service. Um all around healthy eating, such a, a neat story, and um, and I can't wait for you to share it. So, Julie, let's start with talk about how you decided to start methodology, and and you know how you got it from idea to to actually building a business. Yeah, I I started the company actually to solve one of my own problems. I wasn't someone who set out saying like I want to be a CEO or I want to be an <laughs> right. Um It wasn't that at all. I um, I grew up uh, in Southern California raised by a Vietnamese immigrant mom and grew up eating tons of fast food because she didn't know fast food was unhealthy. She just thought this is American food. Americans are healthy. Americans are tall. Um, so we should be eating what they're eating. You know, we shouldn't be eating Vietnamese food. And so she thought that, you know, McDonald's, Taco Bell was what I needed to be eating. So by the time I was 17, 18 years old, I actually started to have a lot of health problems and be really overweight. And it only got worse every year after that to the point where, you know, by the time I was in college, um, I was obese and oh I was on gosh. over a dozen different prescription drugs and frankly, oh barely graduated. Like I went to school at Stanford and my health was just so bad. I was anxious. I was depressed. I was getting panic attacks all the time. And That's crazy. Um, somehow, yeah, somehow I miraculously managed to graduate. Uh, despite all my health problems (laughs) yeah from Stanford and got a job at JP Morgan started working in finance and moved to San Francisco and that's when I um, started to look around and realize how odd it was for someone my age to be that sick Um, somehow I just I didn't really notice it in school but I really started to notice it in San Francisco being surrounded by people in their 20s I was like wow I'm supposed to be at the prime of my life right Right. now of Um, course but I like yeah, I get up and I like wake up to like a table full of drugs that I take every morning, right? So something felt really off about that. And so I started to just do research on my own about all of my different health conditions and ended up learning about different diets and um, basically created for myself in Excel, like a tracking system to track everything I was eating and track all my of symptoms. Of course you did. And, of course you did. Yeah. <laughs> oh <my laughs> because everybody creates an Excel tracking system, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, mine was so amazing too. It also calculated all my calories. Oh my God. So I'd love to see it that. Very, it was a very good <laughs> Excel model database thing that I created. and but But it was amazing because I was able to figure out um, surprisingly that all of my health problems that I had, uh, all the drugs that I was on to deal with them, um, all these health problems are actually caused by food. So for example, I had to carry an inhaler with me everywhere I went because my asthma was so bad. I would get asthma attacks out in public all the time. And so I would keep an inhaler in my purse and, and during allergy season, my asthma would get so bad 
doctors would have to put me on steroids or else I would have to go to the emergency room because I couldn't. Like, That's breathe. crazy. And how old were you? I mean, when all, I, this is, yeah, in my twenties. Twenties, right? 20s 20s. I mean, yeah. Oh my god! Exactly. And well, so it turned out after I stopped eating dairy, my asthma attacks went away completely. Wow. <laughs> completely. Wow. Like I never had to carry an inhaler again. So, um, I realized that all of my health problems were caused by food, and this is shocking to me because no doctor at any point in my life had ever once asked me about my diet. All these doctors prescribed me all these drugs. Why? Um, That's yeah, crazy. So like, I went to the doctor with like acne. I had acne all over my face. They never asked me wow. about my diet. They put me on birth control. They put me on bronolactone. <laughs> um, they put me on, you know, uh, tons of different drugs. Wow. And uh, so I just didn't know. And basically once I learned, I was kind of shocked, mildly outraged. I would be and- yeah, mildly frustrated <laughs> <laughs> for and the realized, Stanford graduate yeah. with her own table and figuring this out on her own. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me ask you a question. Realize, go ahead. Yeah, so go, go ahead, ahead and finish the statement, and then I'll I'll ask my. No, question. I just realized that like someone could be highly educated in this country and still have no idea how to eat, and then even once you do, it's really hard to eat that food regularly on a consistent basis. Like once you realize you're someone who can't have gluten or can't have dairy, so that's when I decided to start methodology because I realized that there needed to be a food brand out there that solved these two problems for Americans. Really teach them like how to eat properly so that they could feel healthy every day, but then also how do you make that really fun and easy for them no matter how busy they are? Sure. I love that. And there you go. You summed it all up. Okay. So before we get to the company part, though, I'm very curious, you know, you said you grew up with this perception with your mother or your, your family that fast food was kind of the what you ate. I mean, and that was just a normal thing. Do you think that's the case for other families and individuals out there? In other words, was that unusual for you? Or do you think there's a lot of people out there that are living that same situation. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Uh, fast food as just like everyday food is the norm right. for many Americans. And we know this by the size of the fast food market. And um, I even see this today at Methodology. We still have some employees, despite being able to <laughs> eat our food, who right. don't want to change their eating habits because like they're really addicted to fast food and it's really hard to get people off it. That's so funny. It's funny, but it's not because it's so bad. But okay, all right, awesome. So you decided to start this business, which is great. Um, of course, trending right now is the whole healthy eating space and and everything around it. Right, great market to be in. Everyone thinking about what they're eating and and how they're eating it. So talk about methodology, your mission, and and what what you're set up to do. Well, our mission is to to help everyone feel, look, and feel their best every day uh, by making healthy eating really fun and easy. And, um, we do this by trying to make sure that no matter how busy you are, you can put a high quality meal on the table in five minutes. Mm, and that's the main constraint of minutes. our product. Yeah. So I know how all the meal kit companies out there take a really long time. Like I've never <laughs> right. want to use a meal kit box in my life because I don't cook and like, I'm not going to spend 30 to 45 minutes on a weeknight after working, you know, a 10 or 12 hour a day, like cooking a meal. So um, our product is designed for like the time starved people or the people who don't like to cook, don't have time to cook, but still want a high quality meal uh, because they care about the way food tastes. They care about the quality of the ingredients they're putting in their body. And that's what we do. We have breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, desserts, and 
Um, it's just a really easy way for anyone to like eat the closest thing possible to homemade food without having to put in all that time. This is is great, yeah. And if you guys haven't checked out GoMethodology.com, um, it, you would if you do, you'd you'd see that the way it works. You tell your preferences. You you guys then prep the meals, which is in the twelve to twenty dollar range. You can order whatever you want. You can have a weekly subscription. You can cancel or pause anytime you want. All right, so let's talk. And I, I think there's some really cool nuances to your business, like the fact that you guys recycle containers and whatnot. So talk about um, the elements of that that, are, that make you guys unique. Yeah, we deliver all our food. It's ready to heat in glass jars that are reusable. So cool. Kind of like a milkman today in our market. <laughs> we drop off glass jars of food. We pick up the jars from last time. And the way the food experience works is it's kind of like how a restaurant has something called mise en place where all the chefs prep all the food out in advance so that when a customer orders a dish, they can actually get that dish on the table in like five or 10 minutes. It's kind of like what methodology does for you. Like everything has been like chopped or like cooked 98% of the way there. So all you have to do is take your broccoli, throw it in the pan, take your meatballs, throw it in the pan, take the sauce that's ready to go, pour it on top, add the greens. And then that's how you can get a meal in five minutes. Um, because we've wow. already done 98% of the work for you. Wow, that's really cool. I'm I'm looking here at some of the sample menus. I don't think I've ever had blueberry turkey sausage and scrambled eggs, but it sounds pretty yummy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have some surprising combinations. That I you love don't this. Think that you would love until you taste it. You're like, I bet wow. it's delicious. Activated charcoal salt crusted pastured flank steak. Like it has a long name, but I love that one. <laughs> I think I would love that. Let's see here. Zatar. Zatar. Yeah. Pastured Zatar. chicken breast. What is Zatar? I should know. I'm probably embarrassing myself yeah. right now. <laughs> oh, it's just a, it's just a spice mix. So uh, God, we want to make sure amazing. things are tasty, but low calorie, as low calorie as possible, while still being tasty because a lot of people do come of to course. us wanting to lose weight. Of course. Mexican pastured pork carnitas. Like this isn't just fruits and vegetables, guys, by the way. I mean, look at this. It's got all kinds of great things. All right. So um, so tell me how it works. So let's say I'm interested and in, in, in I click on the get started button here. So after you get started, then you give us some information so that we can help you personalize your meal program. So we'll want to know stuff like what are foods that you can't eat due to allergies or you just dislike them, whether there are any kinds of diets you're trying to follow, whether you're trying to lose weight or not, um, how many people you're trying to feed. Like, are you buying food for yourself or are you buying food for you know two adults and two kids? And once we know all of that, we estimate like, how much uh, how much your weekly program would cost. And then you check out and then we design your custom menu and you basically go into an experience that looks like any other e-commerce experience where you have a menu of what we put in the cart for you based on what you told us, but you can totally edit that. You can add whatever you want. You can delete whatever you want so that you can spend however much money you want. You can fully browse the entire menu, which has over a hundred things on it every week. And um, you have full control. It's uh, It's like, I mean, it's like any other online shopping experience. The only difference is that when you first log in with us, we've taken the time to fill your cart for you with what we think you would like most. And that saves people time. So that way, if you're too busy ever to deal with ordering food, you can just get what we auto assign you. But if you're super picky and or you have time, you can always go in and edit the menu we've designed for you. Got it. So like almost a recommendation engine. Very cool. Yeah. That's exactly. great. Okay. Well, um, one of the cool things about the business that you shared with me ahead of time was that 
you guys have essentially built a supply chain that supports a pretty large number right, of rotating menu items each week. I mean, I think the number you gave me was like 4,000. So how does that work? And how did you figure that out? You know, again, you had this idea for the business. How did you go from figuring, I want to have a business to sorting out the meal preparation and the supply chain aspects? Yeah, it was not easy. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, we're definitely learning through our mistakes. Uh, we realized how important it was to have a massive menu pretty early on when people were canceling because they weren't getting enough variety. Oh, and so we realized that, yeah, in order to really survive and compete against all the variety that's out there, like if you can pop open DoorDash or Uber Eats, right, and have like, all of those options, it's difficult for us to compete, even though we are like much healthier and higher quality than either 98% of restaurants out there. Um, it's still hard to compete because people care a lot about variety as well. And so in order for us to keep our engagement up and keep our clients happy long-term, we knew we needed to figure out how to have, how to constantly be introducing new things to a menu. And for people who have never worked in the food industry before, um, introducing <laughs> it's not so new simple. things to the menu is really hard. It's very right. hard. This is the reason why, like when you go to your favorite restaurant, like it's <laughs> the menu never changes. Always on the menu. That's exactly. Right. <laughs> because it's very hard to introduce even one new thing because explain the reasons why. It. Yeah. Explain the reasons yeah, why for those first, who don't know. First, you need to get the recipe in like really good shape so that it tastes <laughs> amazing. And, and then, um, once you have the recipe locked, you need to train your entire team and how to execute on that properly and at scale. Sure. And then every time you introduce something new, you don't actually know whether it's going to sell well, right? So there's always that new degree of risk by introducing new things, which is like another <laughs> reason why people don't rotate. So um, that's right. People all, might not like it. Make it. Yeah. So it's just, it's just really hard to introduce new menu items, but this has actually become our core competency. Like one of our investors refers to us kind of like as a Zara for food because we're just so wow. good at cranking out new things. Like we can go from like an idea to the menu in, in four weeks. That's pretty uh, awesome. Live, which, which is a very, very fast cycle considering how hard, uh, yeah, how hard it is to do. So, um, and the reason why it's fast is because of the technology we've built. We've, we've built a system so that we could have a massive rotating menu and um, actually be able to order the right amount of food and not have tons of food waste, right? That Amazing. Like tech solution. Um, we've made it so that a chef can come in, you know, they hit print and it prints out hundreds of very detailed prep sheets on what like our massive team of chefs needs to execute each day. Um, so that it isn't one person like manually writing out like it is in restaurants. Like these are your prep sheets for the day, right? Sure. Like that would not be scalable. So we had to have technology create prep sheets for the team so that, um, it's really like administratively easy to manage such a massive menu. So that, that's what I meant when I said we had tech that powers the supply chain. Like I love what that. we do would not have been possible without custom software. And were you the expert there or did you have to rely on some advisors and, and other helpers to kind of solve that for you? Well, I mostly led that in the sense that I was in the tech industry before I started this company. Got so it. I had Perfect. experience leading like software teams. Um, and then of course I had to pair with the actual executive <laughs> chef always right, the food business. To, to make sure that what, yeah, to make sure what they were getting um, would actually work for our team. Sure. So. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's great. You leverage your background. So um, 10,000 plus clients, you're in LA, San Francisco, Portland, Seattle, a lot of West Coast. So do you ship out of like one location or how does that, that work in those locations? Yeah, we ship out of one location today. We have um, a pretty massive facility in Northern California and um, it's always expanding. We're always adding new warehouses to it because we quickly max out constantly. And 
probably are going to need to like move into a much larger facility at some point in the next 12 to 18 months. But yeah, that's it's a high class it, problem. It's right? one facility. Yeah, that's yeah, great. It is. And then what about other markets? I, I know you chose there because of proximity and where you were and the, and kind of the high density of those markets, but have you looked at other markets yet in terms of growth? Yeah, we are actually going to be launching a new product. Um, really, it's basically like a snack pack product that will ship nationwide starting in November. So that will be the way that anyone in the country can get access to a bunch of wow. our um, like really artisanal, beautiful snacks and desserts. And these are things that'll be great for anyone who likes methodology and wants to try it, but also amazing to gift someone as an alternative to flowers. If you have that friend sure. who loves food, <laughs> right. um, they're going to be a very curated pack. For example, there will be a pack for someone that's designed just for someone who just had a baby, a postpartum oh, pack. So very nice. they're basically going to be like functional food snack packs. Cool idea. And nice for the gifting. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, Well, Julie, I know you've had a lot of lessons learned over the time that you've built this company and you're scaling. Like, what have been two of the biggest, two or three of the biggest uh, things that if you look back, you'd say, you know, those are the things I either made mistakes on or you had to learn from or you've really had to grow from that that would really stick out to you? Mm -hmm. Um, Definitely the biggest lesson that I've learned is just how long it takes to actually build a product that's good. <laughs> um, it seems so I, simple, I, right? I mean, but it's yeah, not. Yeah, it does. Because I feel like the way the media covers all the darlings, um, you know, the darlings who create a product that really takes off in a couple of years are just such outliers. But there are so many other amazing products in this country that took years before you heard of them. And so it was just nice to like learn, like we shouldn't be discouraged. As long as our product is getting better every year, then um, just keep at it because there's no such thing as an impossible goal, only an impossible deadline. So just, we just keep cranking away. And, um, so I just learned like it, it's taken, it is taking us way longer to, for me to bring my vision to life than I had thought, but that's okay because I'm having a lot of fun and, um, I'm really loving the journey. Um, and I guess the second one is just really like recruiting wise. Once you find someone who, um, you know, it'd be really valuable for the team. I think, I think it's worth it to pay whatever it takes to, to hire them. <laughs> wow. I love um, that idea because it's so hard to find good people and the right good people, right? I mean, the culture exactly. fit, the, the right knowledge mm-hmm. and skill set that works closely with you, small company, right? So it's got to yeah. be someone that really fits in. Yeah. It's so rare to find like these really valuable people and they do end up paying for themselves multiple times over. And so, um, you just really need, as a founder, need to do that math properly on um, how much value they're going to add to the business and how much you can pay them. And it's not always about just looking at what the market rate for a person is. There there could be a reason why someone is especially valuable to your business and you just really need to pay up to get them on your team if you need to. I totally agree. That's that's great advice. And you know, a lot of times people think of think of uh, someone with a certain background and, and try to fit them in square peg, round hole, or vice versa. And like, and what you may find is someone is just a perfect fit for your kind of company or your kind of role at your company and not another. So that's awesome. Well, um, Julie, share with our listeners where they can find you, how they can engage, how they can set up an account, place orders, et cetera. Uh, they should go to our website at www.gomethodology.com. That's where you can sign up, create your first order. And uh, you can also follow us on Instagram, Go Methodology. We're really active there as well. Love that. I love it. All right. So Julie, it has been so great having you on the podcast. I'm excited for you guys. I, I can't wait to see you grow. I, you know, as you get beyond these markets, I want to have you back on and, and, and revisit what you guys have learned. And I can't wait to watch the menu continue to change. 
Oh, thank you. I can't wait to send you food. <laughs> I love it. And I'm going to be gifting yeah. it this holiday season. That's great. Yes, you better. <laughs> All right, Julie Newen, thanks so much. Thank you. The Contender Cast is sponsored by Henderson Shapiro Peck. You can download additional Contender Cast episodes directly via the Apple iTunes App Store, the Google Play Store, Spotify, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the Contender Cast, connect with us at contenderbrands.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender. Contender.